This, 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 this is the Apparelist Podcast, designed to bring you real-life conversation about high-level topics relevant to the decorated apparel community. What is up, apparel community? And welcome to another awesome edition of the Apparelist Podcast, where we enlist high-level experts to share their advice, their insight on the world of decorated apparel. In this episode, I'm joined by Amy Servi. She is the print practice manager at Clients First Business Solutions, as well as Tom Baltike. He is the partner at Clients First Business Solutions. Today, we are talking about cybersecurity, and uh, this is probably a topic that makes some of you really nervous, probably makes some of your hearts pound just... Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, in today's age, it is you know not uncommon to see headlines about some data breach, anything like that. But if you have the right things in place and you're protecting yourself, you're going to be good to go. That's what Tom and Amy are here to talk about today. So Tom, Amy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when I first got connected with you guys, um, it's something you both brought up, but Tom and I talked about extensively is, is this topic of cyber attacks. And I think we have to talk about it, right? We're almost forced to talk about it in today's world because it's, it's very real. A lot of times you see these happen to big companies, right? The, The guys who are in the limelight, but that doesn't exclude apparel decorators from experiencing this type of thing, you know, from smaller shops all the way to larger shops. I don't think that anybody is immune to a ransomware attack or to a data breach. So let's kind of start our conversation there. Um, and Tom, we'll start with you, but of course, Amy, feel free to chime in. Sure. Um, you know, why is this such a crucial topic to pay attention to, even for someone like an apparel decorator? Yeah, uh, great question. Today, we all live in a digital world, right? And decorator apparel uh, companies are sharing information, be it orders online or personal information of their clients coming into their website, providing their logos, their credit card information, right? Um, Just in order to do business. So all of that linking from a digital standpoint, it's our responsibility to protect our clients' information as if it was our own, right? And have that ability of allowing that free reign of access to get to us, to participate with us, to share, you know, graphics information, their projects, but at the same time protecting and identifying who they are so that if we are charging them, we're charging and shipping to the locations they want us to uh, send that to and not be having stuff sent to a third party actor or someone, you know, outside of, of the business that they're working in. And we see it all the time, you know, one of the most common stats, you know, and I'll use a big player, as you say, like Microsoft, Microsoft is attacked at their main website, a hundred thousand times in an eight hour period, 24 seven, right? Now that's uh, obnoxious when you think of that type of a volume and what happens, that's over 300 plus thousand attacks at any given time, trying to hit a Microsoft website. And then, All you need as a smaller company is one. You know, for example, we have a a small company that was doing and purchasing some of their products through a third party partner that they've worked with and had a relationship for 27 years. And this company was in Southeast Asia. They were buying some material, probably like many of our apparel decorators may buy some shirts or other fabric material and things like that. And that person clicked a button on a inbound email 
gave by accident his password and was able to get their partner here in the U.S. to transfer $400,000 outside of their account into another foreign account. And what we went to the company here in the U.S. and said, you know, had you looked and done just some basic validation information, you would have been able to protect it. But all they saw was, hey, I've had a change in my business structure. I'm no longer with this bank. Will you please now start sending all the payments to the following bank? And without validating it, it literally took six months for the uh, partner that they were working with to call them and said, why aren't you paying me? And they're like, we've been paying you all the time, you know, oh, from man. that standpoint. It just wasn't them. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Well, and Cassandra, on my side, from some experience that I've had, uh, I come from um, the print segment. Uh, I spent about three years um, as a CIO for a print company. But prior to that, and I've been in this space for a long time, as has Tom, um, but I actually had a, a short stint in college athletics. And one of the things that's really interesting, even at that level, you think about, um, you know, contracts and people that are getting drafted and and traded. Imagine if an apparel decorator knew in advance that some big, you know, athlete was about to be traded or again, um, you know, to be drafted and they were preparing all of this, these, these shirts or, you know, all this paraphernalia to support that person, you know, and, and their, and what was happening from the business side and somebody intercepted that somebody imagine if somebody came in and found out that hey you know um i don't know lebron's getting traded to you know the miami heat again and it happened right and it somehow got there was interference there that contract just one contract could completely decimate a company you know and that 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 whole thing with the nba or the nfl or some college or the ncaa or whatever could just decimate a business. So those are the things, those things really happen. Yeah. So, I mean, $400,000, that'll close its shop. That's it. Close <laughs> a shop. And one loss of a right. contract could close a shop for somebody that's, you know, got some really great relationship with, let's say again, you know, an MBA, an MBA contract or an NFL contract or an NCAA contract. I think about that kind of stuff. And that, that mm-hmm. would be devastating. So when you think of like that term cybersecurity, um, you know, let's kind of define that. What does that mean? Um, let's start with you, Tom. I mean, what does that really mean, especially when we're talking about apparel decorators? Sure. Another great question. So the way we always try to build this up is there's about four layers of protection that any company from a small company to a large enterprise to really protect themselves, right? And the first basis is how is your network secured for the traffic coming in and out, right? Now, for a smaller organization, you need the basics, right? You need to have that firewall that is plugged into your cable modem or however you're getting your internet, where your partner is just validating and and making sure the right ports are open, right? Think of those ports as the cracks in your your mortar to let uh, people in and out of your building, be it physical or virtual, and how that's handled, right? Now, 
for people that do a lot more business, we usually would recommend more of a managed detection and response capability at that level where they're actually validating the endpoints, right? Where is this coming from and where is it trying to get to within your network? And, you know, from, from that base aspect, but then logging yourself in or logging in uh, people to your website, that's what we call access management. So first is your security. The second layer is how do you or other people get in to validate who they are? Now, before it used to just be, well, your password should change and you should get creative. But nowadays, and with how easy it is to use, multi-factor authentication is the same aspect, if you think of it, like mm -hmm. taking your credit card and having the chip in the credit card and now being able to go anywhere in the world without having the need to call that 800 number on the back of your credit card. Because what that multi-factor basically is doing is saying, you've tied this to your email account or you've tied this to your cell phone and you're not leaving home without it. Yeah, you can phrase kind of the old marketing terms from American Express back in the day, right? And what that's basically saying is, I am who I say I am, right? So that's mm -hmm. that next layer, that access management. Then on top of that, it's really the threat protection program that we kind of discuss with people. And this is everything from, do you have antivirus on your laptops, on your servers, right? Protecting you from the malware. And that's just the basic. The next piece is, are, do you have any type of an anti-phishing way of protecting um, your environment. So that inbound emails that kind of look like your Wells Fargo or your Bank of America account, or, you know, that fax that could be coming across, you want to have that anti-phishing to really protect you and warn you, hey, this doesn't look correct, or they've hidden a URL inside of it, right? right. These things are pennies on the dollar any longer from, from that aspect. And then one that a lot of people don't think about is having those passwords protected. A lot of people right, uh, uh, out there will go, well, I use Chrome and Chrome protects my passwords. Mm, no, <laughs> Chrome holds your passwords and yeah. allows you to be open to a malicious malware attack yeah. without you ever knowing it by hitting a website. So having your passwords protected across the company if someone does get in, they can't get to those passwords and then try to mimic who you are. And then the last piece of that is really validating, can you be penetrated, right? And this gets into a penetration testing. And then as a result of that, it, that uh, result, that test makes you look at your compliance as an organization and puts you through a routine of starting to change habits, Right. There's always the let's get it done quick and fast and quick and fast usually creates a bunch of holes in that cyber mortar for us to protect our firewall, protect our virtual or our brick and mortar location. And just having a couple minutes a day in your process change can really help secure yourself. And Amy, you may want to just touch on that whole penetration testing. Sure. Yeah. And so one of the things that we have put together um, as part of our new um, affinity program uh, membership is a penetration test. And it's uh, a complimentary test 
that we offer companies that gives um, them the ability to use five email, up to five email addresses um, of which we take those five email addresses and we basically, you know, do like Tom was saying, you know, we, we look for the Swiss cheese within their process and <laughs> where are all the holes? And, uh -huh. and then we come back to them with a report that says, hey, here's where all your vulnerabilities are at. And then, then, then we can talk with them about, okay, what are you doing? What's in place and how can we help? So that's, um, that's been something that we've been able to partner with Printing United on and, and um, are part of that affinity program. Yeah, I was actually going to say, um, you know, as a member of Printing United Alliance, definitely have access to that, which I think, you know, obviously being a member of the Alliance is a huge deal, but this is a this is a massive benefit. I mean, the fact that y'all will, will offer this service, yeah. this, this is great for everybody. Again, from the small mom and pop all the way up to like these big multi-million dollar shops. Yes. Um, you know, just even the smaller ones who don't have an IT person who's really helping them out. You know, this is where, like he says, one, one incident could be, you know, super devastating to a smaller company. So right. um, let us help you. Yeah. Something that Tom said that is sticking with me right now is, is this pennies on the dollar thing. I think right. a lot of shops will make the argument that they don't want to invest in this kind of stuff because they don't have the money. And right. that's kind of across the board, right? You hear that about a lot of different services, but the fact of the matter is, is if you want your business to do well, you have to make the crucial investments. So Amy, what would you say to somebody who does make that argument? You've kind of already started into it. Who does argue? Well, I don't think I have the money. Can I just do the bait? Like, you know, can I just make sure that I'm not clicking on spammy links and stuff like that? What, what would you say to that person? It's, it's a mindset, right? So like, you know, it's, it's discipline within the business. And, you know, one of the things we often say, I mean, again, it's kind of, we just talked about, it just takes one incident. Are you going to wait to be, you know, are you going to wait for it to happen or are you going to protect yourself so it doesn't happen? And, you know, for, in this case, it's not whether it will, it's a matter of when, not if, right. But when Tom, let me ask you this, what can a business do if it has been attacked? Yeah. So the last piece, uh, and this is very helpful to everyone is that what we call that information management protection. So now that we've protected the firewall, validated who you are, looked at the anti-phishing, the penetration type stuff. The last piece is make sure your data as it is, is backed up and is viable, meaning that it wasn't a corrupted backup. Um, we've had clients that have been hacked, that have had servers go down, that have been cyber locked. And they go to their partner that they believed was having backups, and they have three years of corrupted backups, not one valid database. <laughs> yeah. Or they go to someone and they say, oh, we've backed up and we find their most recent copy is five months old, yeah. right? <laughs> so one oh, of the things that we've cool. been able to do with clients, and there is the technology out there mm -hmm. that not only will it back up your data and validate it, but we call it kind of like, uh, I like to always call it my Harry Potter time turner uh, right. to twist my time back. <laughs> and one of the solutions that we've used in the past that has worked great is someone can call us and go, it happened, right? It was Monday at 12 o'clock. We just got um, cyber locked. We have the ability in our backup to go back 15 minutes prior to the time they were locked, reinitiate a brand new instance of their backup, 
and instantly quarantine that Trojan that had the 12 o'clock time. So literally, if you work well with a partner and talk about backing up your data, we were basically able to blow away the server reload an instance and instantly quarantine where that bad actor was sitting with a 15 minutes before it was going to activate and protect them from that without needing to worry about paying a ransom, figuring out Bitcoin, calling the FBI cyber crimes division, which is very interesting because they don't get back to you actually when you call them. (laughs) You submit online. It's all online. Yeah, Yeah, they... It's all online. And then they go, we will let you know if we need Uh any additional information. Uh Please Mm -hmm. do not follow up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that sounds very helpful. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, a a few of those those things that both of you just said, again, make my heart race because I think about Mm -hmm. this is the livelihood of so many people. It it seems like a no brainer to invest in some of these tools and just follow some of these basic steps that y'all have outlined. So, all right, guys. I know we're trying to keep this short and sweet today, all you apparelous listeners. Um, Tom, Amy, where do people go to learn more about clients first? What are some websites you can share, some contact information, anything like that? Sure. So they can visit us. Uh, if they're a member of Printing United, they can find mm-hmm. out about this particular complimentary test um, through the printing.org. Um, it's, I think it's programs and then it's uh, underneath uh, it's the affinity program. That's where our link is at. Um, right from there, they log in if they're a member and they can go and, and start, you know, filling out the form for the test. For general information about Clients First, it's just www.clientsfirst-us.com. Um, and we've got, you know, a pretty robust uh, website that's got lots of information on there about the different tools that we offer, um, different client stories, you know, anything from ERP all the way through to, you know, the, the uh, cybersecurity things. Um, and if anyone needs to reach out to me directly, um, feel free. It's uh, a survey. So a like uh, Amy, S-E-R-V-I at clientsfirst-us.com. Tom, anything you want to add to that? Anywhere else you want to send people? Yeah, I, I think that's very helpful. Look forward to helping anyone we can. Yes. Absolutely. And you know, uh, in case any of you listeners out there missed it, Amy penned a pretty phenomenal article for the apparelist. Yeah, that was pretty just awesome. a few short weeks ago <laughs> about um implementing an ERP system. I yeah. I think again, these are great tools, y- y'all. So don't don't let this slide into your junk folder. Don't let this kind of stuff go by the wayside. Well, again, head on over to apparelist.com. We'll provide links for everything that Tom and Amy have talked about in the show notes below this episode. You can find everything there, apparelist.com. Um, Tom, Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you.